What's cracking, everybody? I'm Nathan Webb. And I'm his brother, Kyle Webb. And you're tuning in to Season 2 of our podcast, Two Brothers and a Review. Every Monday, Nate and I get together and we review movies. And for this season, it's specifically horror horror movies. movies. Don't forget, we'll have an occasional new release. That's right, I'm still trying to avoid the new Jackass movie. (laughs) We will provide you with researched facts, our opinions, and my personal favorite... Trope, there it is! So make sure you visit us every week at noon. Let's jump right into this episode. Let's do it. Alright, bonus episode, baby. <laughs> what movie did we just go and see? Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. That's right. <laughs> we just left the movie theater. It's ten minutes away. So literally just wrapped the movie. Now it's it's on to the uh the bonus review for everybody. As always with the bonus reviews we don't do this week in movie news. That's only on our weekly episodes. If you want to hear news, you gotta listen to those Monday episodes, which we just dropped. Spit on your grave mm-hmm. at, uh, that hit yesterday at noon. So make sure you go listen to that if you haven't. Um, but for this one, it is Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, as Kyle stated. Hit you with the facts real quick, and then we'll get into the uh, the nitty-gritty of the review that y'all really want to hear. Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City is a 2021 action horror film written and directed by Jonas Roberts. I guess it's Jonas, right? Um, adapted from the series of the first and second games by Capcom. It serves as a reboot of the Resident Evil film series and the seventh live-action film overall, which was loosely based on the video game series. It was rated R with a runtime of 107 million. (laughs) Sorry, I was getting myself. It was rated R with a runtime of 107 minutes. They had a budget of 40 million. That's right. This is the first day it was released, so we obviously do not have a box office yet. There's no back of the movie cover either, but we do know where the movie was filmed, and that would be the Greater Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. Uh, Sudbury, I guess. Never been there. (laughs) I'm not not Canadian, A, So, ah, just kidding. Uh, But yeah, the Greater Sudbury, Ontario, Canada is where this movie was filmed. Um, During an interview with IGN in March of this year, writer-director Roberts said he wanted to give the film a darker tone. Statement from him, the big thing for me in this film is the tone. What I loved about the games was they were just scary, and that's a lot of what I wanted, that atmosphere. It's raining constantly, it's dark, it's scary. Raccoon City is a rotten character, he said. Trope, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to put it and mix it with the fun side, especially with the narrative style of the first game. We had a lot of fun. We even used the fixed angles that the first game has when the characters are at Spencer Mansion. Before we move on, did you play the games? I know you watched the other movies, but did you ever play the Resident Evil games? That's why I watched the movies originally, because I used to, we used to turn the lights off and sit (laughs) this close, I mean like (laughs) within inches of the TV and play this game, and we would get scared whenever shit would pop up, so. Okay, I couldn't remember if you, if, if you played with me or if you played on your own or not, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, producer James Wan expressed interest and was called to um, to begin the project, but later confirmed that in the same month that he was no longer involved in the project and said that the news of his involvement was premature. He instead produced Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, thank you for that. 
<laughs> but that is uh that's all I've got. Let's we uh can get right into these opinions. Uh, a few quick facts. Let let people know a little bit about the movie if they they didn't already know. But uh, this is the part that they really want to hear. Yeah, let's do it. That's a matter of opinion, and I don't give a fuck about yours. All right. So fresh out the movie theater. Yeah. Made the wife and the niece sit on the couch, and we came straight back to the office. We are recording a video to post on our YouTube. Yes. We'll plug that later. All you audio listeners, check out that YouTube. <coughs> uh, Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Now, like you like you asked, I did used to play the game. Okay. Uh, it did used to scare me. This movie is doing... I noticed they're, they're trying to do what a lot of other horror movies are doing nowadays and kind of add a little bit of humor to it, too. Which, I mean... It was a little bit, yeah. We laughed a little bit. A uh, couple chuckles. <coughs> I didn't really care for this movie. <laughs> I'll get right into it. Like, I I enjoyed the action and everything, but the the whole like storyboard board and everything that they did just wasn't really. It didn't, it didn't capture me. Okay. And the acting was not as not up to par, in my opinion. Interesting. Okay. We are in there, opinions. There was yes, there was one point in time that you said. Are you sure you want to do the review? Because <laughs> this, this movie is boring as fuck, I think, were your exact words. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely am on the other side of the fence with that. I didn't find the movie boring at all. However, the reason I asked you if you played the games, because you made a comment about the other movies. Um, the other movies weren't so much true to the video games. Yeah, They had a different aesthetic to them and we're going kind of i mean they were still the video game related but this one very closely mm-hmm. resembles the first I, I guess more so the second a combination of the first and the second resident evil which personally are my favorite ones of the whole series yeah. um especially though i can't i think it's two but the one where they um claire go you start out basically where that truck flipped over and then mm-hmm. the city's on fire and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you make your way to the mansion. Yeah. Some of the creatures, like the one that came down from the ceiling and, and attacked yeah. them. I remember that creature being one of the ones that fucking scared the shit out of me when I played this game. So I know it's I that mean, it just brought back a lot of fond memories. Now yes. up until that point, the first part of it, that was kind of I think his way of adding story to it to get you to that point rather than just starting right from the action. Yeah, I understand, um, I understand that. And, you know, like... <coughs> sorry. I like all the callbacks, you know, that that there is. Uh, that that creature, that specific creature that pulls pulls yeah. him up. And, I don't know what it's called. It yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I have had night terrors where I've seen that motherfucker on my ceiling. <laughs> so that's what I pictured him to look like, so... My 12-year-old daughter, Alexis, apparently is still pretty scared from movies because when we got in the car, she said she's probably not going to sleep tonight. So, <laughs> sorry, Alexis. I thought you would enjoy this movie, which she did, but she said it did scare her. So, um, When you guys were walking up the stairs and me and Brittany were walking down, I came back and was like, Rah! and tried to grab her leg. And she just <laughs> looked down at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, we've mentioned this a couple times on the bonus reviews. After we leave, we listen Mm-hmm. To um, to what other people are saying, and I heard from both. I heard from people that obviously never played the games, 
they saw like either the trailer and thought it was really cool so they want to go see it or they were a fan of the first six or seven i think six as i said it in the opening um movies mm. there's those people you can tell and then there's the people like myself who were geeking because they picked up on little small easter eggs and stuff that the others other people didn't notice mm -hmm. um but a lot of that other crew this movie sucked not saying you're part of that other crew <laughs> but i'm just saying those are the two type of people that came that i noticed coming out of that movie um is there you, you said it was boring but is there anything positive the, aside from the action obviously the action was pretty good but you didn't like the acting and you thought it was boring so is there anything positive that you can take away at all um, I mean, so, like, after you said, you described, like, the, the video game and stuff, it's been a long time since I played it. Right. So, like, yeah. thinking thinking back on it, you know, like, the whole truck thing, the Doberman was probably my favorite part. I love the way the Doberman looked, even the part where he was coming up to the deputy. Yeah. When he gets destroyed by a fucking fire extinguisher or whatever. But <laughs> I, I love that. Yes. So, like, and part of me is still thinking of the other movies. Where the Dobermans in the other movies were were still really good, like those were like a favorite of mine in that okay. movie. Like, but See, I mean, I just I feel like there was like the uh, not not the guy's sister that that took his bike, but the other one. Uh, I can't remember her name. Claire is the the main the yeah, girl, not Claire. Okay. The one that was, I think her name was like Valentine or something like that. Uh, Jill. Jill Valentine. Her acting was not good. Yeah, That's, I. Every every time her and the guy Whiskers were in a scene, I didn't think it was a good scene. And that was most of it. <laughs> Whiskers is the one that like. Yeah, I know, who, but I don't think his name is Whiskers. That's, yeah, that's what they were saying. They kept saying she kept saying whiskers. Oh, I don't feel like it. Okay, that's, that's or fine. Whiskins, maybe I don't know, but it just. We'll call him Whiskers because I wasn't a fan of his his either. I mean, I didn't think his acting was bad. Jill got on my nerves, but again, it's the character that she is. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that it focused more on Claire. Yeah. Um, but I understand what they were going for, so it's fine. Um, so is that your least favorite? character then would be jill or is there another least because we're, we're adding the least favorite character now okay since, least, since you uh, brought it up before and i've just kind of continued to do it so uh least favorite character yeah i would say because of the acting or because of just the character in general both because okay. she she's like the the cocky chick or whatever you know what i mean like it's yeah. just like that character she's, i never she's supposed to be a super badass yeah there's so many other girls i could have had to play that role too I mean, that's what makes me like mm. gotcha but can you think of anybody off the top of your head that you would have liked to see in that role somebody that i would have liked to see in that role yeah oh i can't not okay not off the top of my head here here's my only my only comeback to that if another more well-known actress would have played that role they would have stole the scenes from what, in my opinion, should have been the star, which was Claire. Yeah. I mean, so, and I think Claire did a, the, the person that, the actress that did Claire was phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, no, I think she did that, that character, like, justice. Yeah. And I think her brother, uh, which is the guy that plays the Arrow, I forget his name, but he, he was good too. Have you ever seen the Arrow? Like the Flash and the Arrow and all that stuff? Yeah. 
His name is Oliver Onero. That's Stephen Amell. That's not who that was. No, that's not Stephen Amell. I don't know. We'll have to... Maybe I'm confusing and different, but Stephen Amell plays um, a superhero, and I thought it was Arrow. Yeah, I'm not Either or. Positive, okay. But... When, I, when I saw the trailer, I thought it was Nick Lachey. <laughs> At first glance, I was like, Nick Lachey's in this movie? But um, you're looking it up? Okay. I want to see what the character's name is. So it is Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell is Arrow. Yes. But that wasn't Stephen Amell. Well, the guy looked like him then, because <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like it. What is his name? Uh, this is a different one. Oh, that's not okay. Um, okay. Well, while you're looking that up, because we need to find out what Whiskers' real name is too. If Whiskers is right, then. I don't remember that, but, um... Wesker. Yeah. It was Albert Wesker. Wesker, yes, there you go. Robbie and uh, Chris Robbie. Oh, I wonder if it's his brother! That could be it, then. <laughs> that would make sense! Yeah. Robbie Amell. Okay, yeah. um, the more you know, I... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And what is his name? Chris in the movie, right? Yeah, Chris. Okay. Yeah, Canadian, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's gotta be his brother. Yeah, they're brothers. Uh, I told oh, you. Okay, I, like, well, there you go. <laughs> that's why. Uh, <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I was I just had to do some research because it um so the whole time well he did he did that character justice Chris Redfield yeah and then uh, it was Tom Hopper that played Albert Wesker. Wesker yeah okay and Jill Valentine all right so least favorite character yours was uh, Wesker we're gonna still go with Whiskers because I like that no my least favorite character was Jill Jill oh Jill okay that's right Jill 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 is your least favorite character. Mm -hmm. Um, what was your favorite character? Uh, Chris. <laughs> just, okay, Chris was your favorite? I really think, uh, his character was just, like, spot on with, like, the role he played. Like, he did a very well job, a very good job of it. Like, okay. Yours is Claire, I know. Well, no. Uh, yeah, well, yes. From the video game, and even from the movie, I want to say Claire, but I feel like Leon... The uh, Kennedy's last name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this the small amount that he did, and oh, yeah, and uh, that yeah. guy, um, yeah, no. that's my least favorite character, but not because of his acting, because I love him as an actor. What's his real name? Oh, Neil, Neil, Neil McDonough, yeah, okay, I love his acting, but um, the character is my least favorite character, um, because he's just a douchebag, and yeah. you know how I feel about douchebags, um. The guy who basically created the virus is who we're talking about. Yeah, the, the doctor. <laughs> yeah. So, I, because Leon, just with a few little one-liners, and just, I thought, him playing the... The uh, the villain? No, Leon is the... the oh, yes, the, the rookie. Yeah, yes. The rookie. Um, him playing the uh, the bad... Not bad cop, but the not very good yeah. cop turning into... Well, he helped save the day with his rocket launcher and, and that stuff. So, I like I like him because of that. But, I mean, obviously Claire would be my favorite um, if we're just talking about video game overall yeah. and stuff. But, uh, alright, so what about favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene is when um, the when uh, Neil McDonough's final creature, before he gets rocket launched, that creature okay. coming in, I, I just, that is the creature from the game. And okay. has the face on him and everything. Like, yeah. it, it was just fucking... They did phenomenal with that. Like... Yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna have to say that was probably my favorite scene. <laughs> okay, that's that's that was a good scene. That was that was wild. I think that's one of the ones that my daughter jumped on. Um, <laughs> I think mine would be the um, when they first get to the mansion when Claire, um, the the sheriff, and Leon all get to the mansion, and he's got the gun on. Um, the other girl, again, I can't remember her name, with the, the Two-Face, or what's her name? Linda? Is that her name? I don't know, it doesn't say. Ah, uh, okay. I feel like it's Linda something. Yeah. We're doing this a little different, guys. It's all right. Um, no big deal. Everybody watch the movie, you'll know who Is it Sickly, Sickly Morn? No, she actually had a name in the, in the movie, because remember she showed her bracelet? Oh, yeah, it, it was Linda. Linda. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to call her Linda. When... When Leon has the gun on Linda, and she, he's, she's like trying to tell him to be quiet and look up, and then the the monster appears. That I think yeah. was my favorite. And again, when I saw that monster, I was like, "Oh, that's the motherfucker that came down and scared the shit out of me." Second would be the Rot or Doberman or whatever kind of dog was it Doberman? Doberman. Doberman, because again. Flashback to the video game. Damn, they did that fucking dog justice. Yes. And then uh, tied, really, all, all that with the creature you're talking about. So, definitely liked all of that. Um, did you have a least favorite scene? Least favorite scene. Uh, when the two cops in the beginning were picking on Leon. Oh. I get it. I, I understand. Okay, let's, let's explain why Leon is the outcast or whatever. But I just felt like it was unnecessary, and I guess it made me enjoy the fact that. By the way, that's my least favorite character—the guy that um, I change. I'm changing. It's it's not the, the ultimate villain. It's it's the the sheriff the guy, that the, the, was picking on Leon in the yeah, beginning. When I was like, don't, the, don't uh, shoot! I'm unarmed. Yeah. When technically um, he had guns. So. <laughs> right. Fucking idiot. Um, what's up with these fucking cops in these movies lately? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so that that whole scene. Again, I understand they're trying to explain why the rookie was the outcast, but I don't know. It was just a little much. Didn't need him to be teased and, and picked up. I think the, them doing the whole, uh, her throwing the, the gun at the ketchup bottle, I think that was enough of yeah. picking on. They didn't need to pile on. So, um, I think that was their way of introducing those two cops into the movie and, yeah. and why they went to the mansion in the first place in a helicopter. and The music in the movie, I loved it. Like, oh yes, I thought that they had the best. Like when he's walking in, the, when the truck driver is walking into the police station on fire, and like Leon's like listen to his headset that song. I I can't remember what song it was, but I was just like, is that the one? Um, can you remember? Can you sing any of it? No, I don't remember. Okay, what it was. I just remember uh, thinking like four non four non blondes was. I think that's yeah. I think it's the the four non blonde song, which is in the trope section. So, um, if it is, then. Um, you can say, yeah, that's it. But if not, no. uh, anyways, I agree. They took a lot of music. Because, okay, so the movie was also supposed to be taking place back in 98, early 2000s, yeah. whatever, was just when the game took place, I guess. Um, so they took a lot of music from that time period also, which I thought was, was excellent. But um, Yeah, so my, my least favorite part of the movie did mm -hmm. I already say I didn't say did I uh, I can imagine my least favorite part of the movie was probably uh, the um, 
with the kid when she's like, do you need help? And the kid goes, oh, you, you do. And then, like, the, the mom thing, like the mom running out, like, I don't know. I just, something about it was just too cheesy for me. Too cheesy. <clears throat> okay. And I was just like, mm. everybody's just okay with everybody's eyeballs bleeding in this town. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> they don't find it like, a, I mean, they find it odd, but they just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't going to say cheesy. However, when it first showed um, the mom and the child looking out the window, mm-hmm. I thought Chucky. I'm like, why is Chucky in this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and, and, and the fact that she got away without any marks on her mm-hmm. and didn't do anything to the mom or the kid to get away, just yeah. got away. I, I, I think they could have did something there. I don't know what, but... Yeah, like the mom literally just ran through a glass door, you know. <laughs> like, right. I, I don't know. It just it was just too too cheesy for me, you know. Like I love. I can tell you that I, another scene that I loved was the, not really a scene, but the whole concept of the train, just because I remember that from the game, and I I love like that's something they did in the game and they did in the other movies that they made sure that the train that train was like a part of it. Okay. Well, and then. You know, like, it's got to be a trope, but, like, you know, they think they're getting away, and then all of a sudden, like, the train stops, and then, you well, know. Well, how about this for a trope? Instant expert. Motherfucker Leon just suddenly knows how to... Use a rocket launcher. Well, no, the train in general, but yeah. yes, the rocket launcher, too. I'm telling you, Leon starts <clears throat> off not knowing shit, and now he fucking knows everything, but... Mm-hmm. um, Yes, there was a couple times. Again, we, <clears throat> I think I heard you say trope once. I can't recall which one it was, but... That, what you just said was a trope. Uh, it raining. Oh, it raining? Yeah, it raining and storming. Absolutely. That's that's a trope. Um, uh, when he says, don't touch my bike. That, that, that was what it was. Yeah. You said trope then. Yeah, don't touch a bike. Well, no shit. She's going to touch her, your bike now. Yeah. <laughs> we're not to the trope section yet, but uh, while, we're, while we're talking about it, there's a couple other ones. Uh, when they go into the, the mansion, the four of them, uh, he says, let's whiskers. So let's split up. Yeah, let's split up. No, don't fucking split up trope. I yelled that um, in my head, like, there's a trope for you. <laughs> and then, uh, not long after that, um, well, I guess it might be a little bit long after that, but the, uh, the sheriff fired all of his bullets not hitting a damn thing at the rock, or the Doberman, yep. and then he runs out of bullets. Mm-hmm. But Claire was there to save the day, so. But yeah, Trope City, not Raccoon City, Trope City. Resident yep. <laughs> Evil, welcome to Trope City. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, it was, um, full of tropes. I mean, it was boring. You said it was well, it's fucking boring. Was that just that was just something you were saying at that time? Or... At that time, yeah. Oh, okay. Just like, because the build. I mean, the build up wasn't the build up wasn't like super slow because there was a little bit here, a little bit there. Like yeah. if it would have just been no, like if they didn't hit the girl with the semi truck, yeah. If that kind of stuff wouldn't have happened, and it was just all straight dialogue. Which, by the way, the dialogue wasn't the greatest, but. It's based off a video game. Video game doesn't have much dialogue, so... It just... I mean, like, the whole concept of, like... Like, uh... Alright, let's leave the police station and go to the mansion. And then... Let's go to the mansion. Let's leave the the mansion and get to the subway tunnel. Let's... Alright, let's get out of this place. And it's like... Like, come on. Like, there has to be some other kind of concept that you could do. Like, I don't remember... (laughs) Maybe it was just because that game was just like really good it was like they you know for that time time period it was it it definitely he definitely stayed true 
to one and two. Like, like I said, I, I feel like it's more so two. There's a little bit of one sprinkle in there. Mm-hmm. But I haven't played in a very long time. <clears throat> yeah. As a matter of fact, I think I played it on PlayStation, if I'm correct. Like, the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. We're on fucking PS5 and yeah. Xbox One S and shit now, so. Yeah, but, I played it on the original PlayStation. Like okay. I, and you couldn't save like a, a the we didn't have a memory card for the PlayStation we were playing on. Oh. So we couldn't save it. So you had to redo it every time. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, I went through the game a lot, and it was just it's just like one of those things where it's like, like oh man, I guess it's because games have so much more concept nowadays. Like there's so there's so much more to do with the game. There really is. We won't yeah. get into that. But really is. <laughs> We could be doing reviews on video games, too. No. Um, <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, so it, it wasn't... It was just uh, that moment you were saying you were boring. It, yeah. It was boring or whatever. But... Because when, when you said that, it blew my mind. I was like, is this guy... Is he just fuck with me? Or is he really not into this movie? And quit doing that, though. Because <laughs> from that moment on, all I could think about was great. He doesn't like this movie. This review is going to be hard. <laughs> Stop doing that. Well, I got I to gotta catch, you, catch you off guard. Right? Like, <coughs> no. You're ready to defend the shit out of the movie. And then it's just like, oh, no, I agree. I agree. Well, I guess technically I'm not, like, defending the movie. But I'm giving reasons to why the way it was. Mm-hmm. It's good. I mean, it's it's good content. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I never played one of those video games or yeah. anything, then I wouldn't know these things. But... Yeah, that's something, like, I even thought about, like, asking a couple of people that were walking out, like, you know, like, if they, like, what they thought, like, you know, what we could put in our, like, just some extra content we could put in the review, but then I, like, you all went to the bathroom and I didn't, and I'm just sitting there just watching everybody walk out of the movie theater, we were, like, the first ones out. Yeah. And it just looked like a bunch of zombies. And we were like, the second ones out because we stopped in the aisle to watch the rest of the thing mm-hmm. while those other three girls left. Yeah. But... They did, they did the old Marvel. They so did. If uh, if you are still wanting to watch the movie... Which you should. Yes, you should. Don't worry about this spoiler alert. But, uh, yeah, if you still want to watch the movie, wait for the credits to be over. They did the old uh, after credits. Little teaser. Yeah. And if you know, you know. If you don't, then you're going to be like, what's going on? Yeah. Which is what the three girls that left before we did said. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. That movie sucked. But, um... <laughs> yeah that, that would have been cool to ask people i think we talked about that before but like i said i listen to what they're saying and I, people coming out i know i know you do because you brought it up before um but yeah we might need to start asking people i don't know i'm not that outgoing when it comes to to walking with people and asking but you are a little bit more than i am we'll see if that's something you guys want want us to do you have to let us know though because if, if you don't tell us we won't know <laughs> What else is there? Anything else you uh, think about the movie? Then we've already covered our our favorite scenes, least favorite scenes, favorite characters, least favorite characters, favorite line, um, favorite line. I I do have one, and it was Leon again. Mm-hmm. Was, was it just, was it when you laughed? Probably. Yeah, like I forget I forget what it was. Yeah, but right. I was I, like that shit was funny. Like, if it if it was. A movie that I could stop, I would have stopped it, rewound it, so I could hear it word for word, and then typed it down and wrote it down. But I didn't have the opportunity, so I just remember it was Leon. It was something funny. That's why I, that's why I chose Leon as my favorite character. He, yeah. He just kind of kind of stole it a little bit here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. 
particular or anything there. I mean, I guess my least favorite scene and my favorite line are the same. Like, when she's like, do you need help? And the kid goes, no, but you do. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that was good. Um, the bazooka line at the end, too. Um, when Chris asked, a bazooka, really? And he said, I found it in first class. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh, the So, when she's a kid and the little girl, the... Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Linda is... Uh, we're going with Linda. That's her name. Which the, one? The cr- two-faced creature thing. I feel it's like Linda Stryker or something like that. Yeah. Yes. We'll go with Linda. We'll go with Linda. Sorry if it's wrong. You know, like maybe we'll politically correct it some other time. Two-faced Linda. That's what we're going with. Yeah. Two-faced Linda. So when she wakes her up in the bedroom, and then she... the um, Claire walks out and goes into this little tent. Mm-hmm. And then she like looks and then looks back and she's gone. Like what the fuck was that? Like how the fuck did she? When she looks and then she looks back and she's gone. In the tent, like she she like, oh, walks away well, and looks back and there's. She a... writes the. This is a assumption. She writes the note like when she when she says where where do you live or whatever she says below. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming in that tent is her way to get below where yeah. she lives. That's that's my assumption, but. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't explain the disappearing other than they just didn't want you to focus on that anymore. They wanted yeah. you to focus on the doctor. So Yeah, she said below and then the girl looks back. Claire looks back and she's gone and there's a, a creepy Donald Trump looking fucking doll just sitting there. <laughs> tell me that I, didn't look like a creepy Donald Trump. Oh, I didn't think of Donald Trump, but um, it yeah. is definitely a creepy little toy and I can't I was I was trying to remember if if I remember seeing that in the game, I can't remember. I'm literally going to have to see if I can find this game on Xbox or something <laughs> so I can play it again. Um, that's one thing for sure. I left the movie theater. I I wanted to go play some Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I can't remember if that toy was actually a Resident Evil thing. I feel like it was, but I can't. I, I can't remember, so I'm going to leave it. I'm not sure. Um them sleeping in the same bed i get like she's a little scared little sister or whatever but it was weird but really what i wanted to say is he says now go back to sleep before so and so i think the doctor or whatever um catches you how is going to sleep going to stop from catch that's what i was like "Hmm." Yeah, it didn't make sense. I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> I I thought of that too, and I was just like, well, who knows? But technically, she gets up and then like goes around. You know, like, did they ever show what the doctor does to her when even when he takes her away? Like, I no, because it never got to that part. She she got away. She was able to escape. That might have been when you had to get up to take a piss. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we both had to take quick pee breaks. Uh, normally not not the case, but if you're a video watcher, you can see why I had to. Um, no, uh, it does flash back to uh, the nurses trying to hold her and him walking to wherever they were going to go, and that's where she escapes and and runs away. Remember how uh, mm-hmm. her brother said when you ran away, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she just she escaped whatever it was going to be, but it was going to be the running the tests and stuff for the vial all the different vials i mean he was going to do what he's doing to all the other yeah 
below people or whatever you want to call it. So, hmm. yeah. And then he says that to Chris. He goes, I should have made you and your sister my experiments. Yes. Um, how come, it's a trope, but how come everybody else turns into just a basic zombie and then he dies and takes, he takes the fucking vial and turns into like a fucking superhuman creature? Because that's the, the stuff that he was working on. He, when he took that vial or whatever, it, remember how he said, it's my life's work or whatever? Mm-hmm. He was trying to create the ultimate, like, mutagen or however you, whatever you want to yeah. call it. And, and that was it. Um, obviously wasn't ultimate enough though because yeah. Bazooka, the end, he, Bazooka took the, took yeah. it out. Bazooka Joe got him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all the other ones were just the failed experiments, basically. And <laughs> his but, his wife goes, well, "What are you doing down here?" And he goes, "God's work." <laughs> I said, "This is stupid." Why would they ask that question? Speaking of his wife, another trope: boom, headshot. Mm-hmm. Fucking whiskers, fucking popped her good, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even, wasn't even paying attention. He was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if Jill wouldn't have stopped Whiskers, would he have shot the child? Because he says, he's like, oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have shot your kid. But would he have shot the child? This is hypothetical, obviously. Oh, 100%. He was, you know, like, what are you going to do? You're going to try and talk a kid out of not shooting you after you just shot her parents? Like, no, he was going to kill that kid. Would the kid have shot him? She did, didn't she? No, that was Jill. Oh, that's right. Jill popped him before the kid could. Because remember, the kid looked at the gun and was like, what? 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 I, I didn't oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she was getting ready to pull the, pull the old trigger. but Would have been interesting, but Jill interfered. So, um... <laughs> yeah, worst character interfered. <laughs> she shoots him and then she has sympathy. Like, oh, Wesker. Oh, like, bitch, shut up. Shoot yourself, too. Did she... She didn't get out, did she? Did yeah, Jill she survive? Did. Yeah. Jill, Claire, Leon, <sighs> and the kid. I feel like that's not right either. But, I mean, as far as the game goes, I, I feel like Jill doesn't survive. But Yeah, no. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, uh, Jill survived because I remember counting all the people. Because it okay. says, like, survivor zero. And then you see, like, five people walk out. And I was like, oh. Gotcha. I just realized something when you said the word counting. We did not do the kill count for I Spit on Your Grave, mm-hmm. and I'm not counting this movie because there's way too many like things you could say mm-hmm. were dead. So, I mean, I guess I could always go back and get it later, um, just so we have a running track record. But it has nothing to do with this. I, I just realized that we didn't have the update the kill count, so I got work to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that. Does your, so, okay, does your opinion of the movie, well, let's, actually, you know what, let's wait for the, when we give the the rating, you can tell me if, uh, with that, if your opinion swayed at all, because I feel like you were super psyched for the movie because of the trailer. Mm-hmm. I feel like during the movie, you were super bummed because it wasn't what you wanted, and now I feel like maybe you, you turned the corner a little bit, but let's let's see, let's first do the tropes. Yeah, I say we uh, get into the tropes, then we get into our ratings, because, yeah, it's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> there are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. <laughs> Trope, there it is. 
All right, so let's get into the tropes. The homage shot, homage, is it homage or is it homage? Homage, that's what I thought. Okay, so the homage shot. Um, A shot or sequence of shots that very closely resembles a shot from another movie in homage to said movie. This trope does not count deliberate parody or remakes of old movies. Occasionally, it is the inspiration nod, or sorry, occasionally it is an inspirational nod, but usually it's more of a shout out to the director that inspired them to get into the business. So, it's it's a shot that's paying homage to another previous shot in another movie. Anyways, the first trailer for Resident Evil Raccoon City shows a shot that references the cutscene of the first zombie encountered by the player in the original game. This shot is an homage shot. Mm. Um, I, th- I think it is homage, like it's or paying homage. I'm not sure. No, I, I've heard it say both ways. Yes, I'm gonna continue saying homage because it sounds more fancy. Yes, <laughs> and we fancy here on Two Brothers in review. <laughs> Season two was fancy. Yes. Season one, not so much. <laughs> Repurposed pop song. Okay, so remember I said that it's in the trope section. Or here we go. There are different versions to this trope, but essentially it is exactly how it sounds. Take a popular song from your childhood, tweak it a little or not at all, but use it to advertise something new. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City's first trailer is set to a slowed down version of What's Up by Four Non Blondes. I'm pretty sure that's the song that's playing when the scene you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, It may not be the most popular song to us, but it's still a familiar song. Um, but I I knew the song and I just assumed you didn't recognize it but you did react when it was played so you obviously do recognize it yeah they did a I mean there was the music in this was great like when they did the uh, one pill makes you larger one pill makes you small I just I don't know that that song is always wait that was the trailer for um the Matrix. Matrix. Right. Yeah, I was like, Sorry, wait a minute, what, what song was that? <laughs> yeah, I was still thinking of the trailer for okay. Matrix because okay. I was intrigued. <laughs> okay. All right, but you're you're right though. Still, they use a lot of good good songs. Um, yeah. In in the movie, and, um, Instant Expert. I already covered it earlier. Uh, got Leo who was able to fire the bazooka without training. Was <laughs> able to maneuver or start the the train whatever mm-hmm. so he's an instant expert then you got what the hell hero this is a trope occurs when a character's in universe calls out one of the um heroes for doing something clearly unheroic and sometimes rather uh heinous so jill shoots that crow off of whiskers wesker uh shoulder leading him to threaten to confiscate her weapon it's debatable if that's unheroic or not but it's still what the hell hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so whenever a hero of the movie does something that it's like, huh? They shouldn't be doing that. That's that's what the hell hero. Yeah, like what the hell hero? <laughs> yeah. It's questioning if they should be a hero or not. Yeah. Uh, we co- we covered several other other tropes in the movie um, throughout the opinion section. <clears throat> so those are just quick three tropes. The four, if you include the instant expert. Um, I know I said I was going to do five weekly, but for bonus episodes, cut me some slack, guys. I'm trying to, to watch the movie, and I can't yeah. pause, so, you know. Yeah, like, you sh- should you really, like, I mean, at this point, you should be messaging us, telling us the tropes that we're missing. On Two Bros in a Review on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that out there real quick. That's, that's become a Two Bros trope. Yeah. We just, we just gotta 
remind them and continue reminding them and continue because we need your support but we're not to that actual part of the <clears throat> review yet because first we need to get into this five knives rating mm -hmm. for this bonus episode <clears throat> yeah so i will go first because like that's you went first last week and this is a bonus episode so i figured i'd just take the head on this one kind of thing okay. uh so i'm going to stick to the the rating for what I did for I Spit on Your Grave. Okay. It's going to be dialogue, acting, fan service, video work, and final scene. Yeah, uh, we're going to leave final scene. Yes. Because you said last time you, you may tweak final scene. It may not always be there. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna leave in uh, final scene. Uh, some of these are going to be kind of tweaked a little bit. Like fan service, is it going to directly correlate to like... Correlate. Good word. Like with the women in it. Right. It could, it could be for game video game Ooh, service. I like it, know. okay. So, uh, <clears throat> dialogue, I'm going to give it a 0.5. It wasn't really enough interactional dialogue like to where it would just make me like excited for, you know. I, mean, I still want to see the next one they make just because it's, it's a video game. Just like, I mean, they... I keep watching the Halloween movies, and they keep, you know, I just, I gotta keep watching these movies. Okay. So, 0.5 for the dialogue. Acting, I am going to give it a 1. It would have gotten a 1.5, but Jill took out a lot of the, took that half a point away from them. <laughs> did not like Jill. No, I did not. Alright. So, uh, then fan service, video game service, however you want to put it. Uh, the Doberman Pinchers. The the villainous characters, the zombies, um, the tr now that since you brought it up and reminded me that the whole truck being like ups, like that right there is going to give give it a point, you know. Okay. Like, I would maybe I should give it a point and a half. Yeah, I'll give it a point and a half for that. Oh, okay. So I got point five, one, and then one point five. Um, video work. Uh, just like you said in the fact segment where they had like used some of the same kind of camera angles like they did in the video game. I really like that. I, uh, I didn't really pay much attention to that. But when you were saying it, I was like, oh, I think I remember this kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so that one, I'm going to give it a one. No, I'm going to give it a point five. Point five. Okay. Yeah, point five. And then final scene, uh, I don't know if you want to call them walking out of the tunnel as the final scene or the after the credits the final scene. So after the credits shouldn't count in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, but. that's so I'm going to do when they walked out of the tunnel, uh, with the thing saying like you know like confirmed destroyed yeah and then survivor zero and then they walk out of the tunnel. That's a trope. It has to be like they're, okay. like everybody thinks they're dead kind of thing. Right, right. So uh, just because we are a trope kind of podcast like we we discuss tropes a lot in, in our podcast i'm going to give it a, a single point for that too you can't because we agree we can't break the richter scale you're already at four and a half so oh. most you give it is a point five i knew you were going that way so i was prepared to say that so. okay so then then you get uh you're gonna get well then i'm gonna give it a zero because i'm not it's not getting a five okay so you're just gonna leave final scene off but. yeah or so, move, we'll move things around. Either or, it ends up being a four and a half. That's fair. Yeah, four and a half. Okay. Okay. 
That's that is rather generous when you went from this is boring as fuck mm-hmm. to to this. So that's impressive, really. Um, I, I like to take some some of that credit. Uh, so four and a half. Okay. Um, dialogue. No, I was going to say I'm going to leave dialogue off because it's based on a video game and it's hard to have dialogue for a video game. But it's a movie. The director or writer should have been able to think of dialogue. Mm-hmm. So dialogue, I am going to give it a zero. Okay. Because um, I don't think it was good enough. Yeah. I, for a video <clears throat> game, it was good enough. For a movie, I think there's some improvements that was, were needed. So I am, I'm going to just give it a... A big old egg. No, um, I did. I did give it a point five. I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I gave it a point five because of Leon's punchlines. Ooh, that's a good point. Like like, without his punchlines, this movie would have been really boring. Ooh. <laughs> like think take take all his punchlines out. And it's like, <laughs> you know, but that's uh, I'm just explaining to I, to the viewers for the YouTube you video and the listeners for Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor.fm. I'm explaining. That's why I gave it a point five. Okay. So you know. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll circle back around the dialogue then. I'm gonna leave it at a zero right now, but okay. I'll think a little bit on that because you do bring up a good point. Leon's had a few good punchlines that I think may deserve something, but we'll leave it at, at a zero for right now. Um, acting, I don't think that Jill was really a bad actress. I just don't think she was the right right casting. Yeah. Um. The rest of them I thought were good. I thought they fit the role good. I think Claire was probably the best Claire that I've seen. So I'm going to give acting a one. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm throwing in special effects and gore. Um, You know, I love gore. There was a good amount of gore in this, but the special effects... um, Actually, we'll put special effects... No. Let's just go gore right now. I'm going to put special effects with cinematography. I'm going to combine the two. Um, so gore, there was, there was a decent amount of gore in this, um, probably could have been more, but I'm going to give it a one. So we're at two. At two right now. Cinematography and special effects. Okay. So the special effects, I think were outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the monsters, the creatures, all that stuff. Uh, cinematography, things like, um, when he's, and this is straight from the video game. When he's got the lighter and it's not lighting, mm-hmm. it's pitch black and and the the mansion and the faces just like strobe in, strobe out or yeah. whatever. That was I loved that. It reminded me of the fucking video game. So cinematography, I'm gonna give it a one. So we're at three. And simply for the fact that this is a video game based movie, and he stayed so true to one and two, mm-hmm. I'm giving them a point for that. So I'm gonna have it at four. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna leave dialogue zero. Okay. And I, and I think that's gonna be my final score. So they're gonna get points for the cinematography, which really you could put cinematography, special effects, and girl on one. But yeah. Yeah, four. Four. So, so uh, two brothers in a review, five nice rating. Your points and my point gives it an eight point five. An eight point five for a movie that. At the theater, you said it was boring. Yeah. So, That's pretty yeah. good. It's a pretty good rating, you know. Like, uh, it, it's kind of hard to do these ratings. Uh, I can't wait till we can buff out, like, the ratings to get it to, like, where we, like, really think. You know, because, like, after that, after all that, I'm sitting there thinking, like, shit. 
maybe I should give acting a zero, but like I can't because Claire and uh, Chris and you know just the other characters, their acting was good enough for me to keep me at at the point that it gave, I gave it. So yeah, yeah. So eight point five is a pretty solid fucking score uh, rating. Season we're calling season two the season of horror. But it should be the season of higher rankings. Because, yeah, yeah. You guys, because we are, <laughs> we gave Antlers a pretty. What was it? Can you remember what Antlers was? I feel like it was. It was a nine. Like a was it a nine? Yeah. Okay, I was like seven or eight, but either or. But I've uh, so Twan and Corey. I I went into work yesterday and um, the boss was like, oh yeah, Twan and Corey said that they want to see Antlers, and then today Twan asked me, he's like, have you seen it yet? I was like, yes, you need to see it. Like and I stand by like what I felt for for Antlers. I think it was a good movie, and I think uh, anybody that hasn't seen it should still go see it. So <laughs> I, I know we're talking about Resident Evil, but oh, I just no, wanted it's... to make sure. Like, yeah. Hey, and don't forget if people ask if you've seen a movie or whatever, be like, two brothers are in a review. Go listen to that shit. <laughs> yeah, do it. Um, my wife asked me. Like I said, well, I was unable to bring her to this one. Um. She asked me as soon as the movie was over, she texted me and said, how was the movie? And my reply was, you have to wait, listen to the review. I'm not going to tell her. Indeed. (laughs) Where can people find out what bonus episodes we're doing? And all the other stuff that we've got going on for Two Brothers in a Review. Well, like we've said it, I believe, twice already in the episode. At least twice. At least. Two Bros in a Review on Instagram. Um, very simple you just click on your instagram logo you click on that little magnifying glass the search bar type in two bros in a review you'll you know you'll see you'll see us on the on that picture click on it you'll see all the movies that we've reviewed with the the wonderful art that nate has has uh, blessed us with hey you've done some of it too i've done a couple uh and then click that follow button and on stories and posts, we're going to let you know when we are, you know, doing a movie and doing a bonus episode so you can be ready for it. So that way when you do go on Spotify and you search us, Two Brothers in a Review, uh, you're not like, wait, how did I miss an episode? Yeah. So if you get on Instagram, Two Bros in a Review, I'm just going to keep saying it until it's like ingrained in your head to where like you wake up like sweaty in the, in the middle of the night, like you think there's a creature on your ceiling and you're like... <gasps> Two bros in a review, you know, that's oh, that's I, what's gonna happen with you. Is <laughs> is that little is that little Instagram icon that you're talking about? Is that free? It is free. It is free. So that's something free you can do to support us. You know what something else is free that they can do, Kyle? What? They can listen to us like they're doing right now every week, Mondays at noon Eastern, and whenever we decide to drop bonus episodes, just like this one. You gotta go back to that two bros in a review to find out on Instagram. Um, but just don't get it messed up. To listen to us, you have to type two brothers in a review. To mm. follow us on Instagram, it's two bros in a review. Yeah. There's somewhere else though that they need to go that they're going to type two brothers in a review. That would be the Apple Podcast. It is the purple logo that looks like an antenna with some radio waves coming out of it. You type in two brothers in a review, uh, you'll see us there. It's an old picture of us with a little Apple computer. I think it's been switched to the the new logo or whatever, but even better. You'll you'll know. You'll know when you get there. 
And, uh, you know, just give us five stars, one star, two, three, four, you know, whatever star you want to give us. Hopefully it's a five. And then leave a comment. Uh, and, you know, we appreciate that. It's That's free. Two Brothers in a Review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can go on Spotify and you can like the video, uh, the audio, the podcast. Yep. Uh, you can add it to your like folder. So when you're mowing your grass or driving on a road trip, you can listen to us. I don't know how it works, but... They've added this feature where you uh, can answer questions. So when I've been uploading these, I've added the uh, the Spotify question, and like it will say, "What did you think of Halloween Kills?" or wh whatever pertaining to that episode. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Spotify listener, make sure you uh, check that out. Again, I don't know how it works. I just know it's a feature. So yeah. that's that's something added. Um, that's also free. Like we said, three free things, man. Yeah. We are Apple Podcast, Instagram. And listening every week on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Anchor you know, Bullhorn, I think is one of them. You know the deal. Um, but we are, the, these segues are charged, man. You know, <laughs> they're, our, our, our brothers down there in Florida, they would be proud of us, wouldn't they? Hell yeah, man. Like, you would think we we're mall cops with the segues we've got going on out here. Exactly. <laughs> and speaking of segues, I'm going to go ahead and ride my segue right into those random guys. Uh, <laughs> TRG Network, they, it is our brothers from another mother and our real brother, Corey. Uh, Corey's going to be here on uh, December 17th to the 21st, I believe. So uh, maybe he'll bring Tommy with him. I don't know. Yes, bring Tommy. There's <laughs> no option. Bring Tommy. I, unfortunately, will not be present if if that happens. But technically, if I'm gone and you guys want to do a review, it'll still so, technically be so two brothers. Two brothers yeah. so. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm sure we can figure something out, but yeah, I'll be in West Virginia snowboarding, and uh, where will people be able to see things <laughs> of your snowboarding though? It's, it's like I feel like it's just set up. Yeah, it, it, we didn't even practice any of this, but yeah. So we have uh, we have this snowboarding trip in West Virginia planned December seventeenth to the twentieth. I uh, got about nine other people going, so there's ten of us total, and they can see the video on KW Snow on YouTube. That is uh, my snowboarding channel, uh, just a whole snow channel. Like, uh, we've got a friend that skis. That's uh, just you're you're gonna have to get on there and check out the videos. Uh, we're gonna do full edits, and I've got a bunch of buddies coming over this week, and we're filming some skits Ooh. that we're gonna add to the KW Snow edit. So, okay. be sure to get on there, KW Snow, and check it out. Absolutely. And while you're on YouTube, mm -hmm. since you already went over to the TRG Network. You hit subscribe there. You slid over to KW Snow. You hit subscribe there. One more place you need to subscribe. My channel. High Society Productions. Please type that in. You'll see my goofy face. Has all my other um, things linked to it as well, like High Society Productions gameplay. Um, I I've, haven't been putting in work lately, um, getting my, off my new office set up and everything, and then I'll start putting out more content again. Uh, I took a little little break ski, but still, I need your support by going over there. Hit that subscribe button. Watch the videos. Like them. Comment. You know the deal. And um, then, of course, talking about gameplay. High Society Productions gameplay. I also have HSP gameplay on Twitch. Me and Kyle are... Uh, if you talk about putting in work, we're putting in work on Sea of Thieves. So mm -hmm. let, me, let, me just, let me just say that. I was going to say, I know you're going to get to the gameplay, so I figured I'd pull out the plug because... We're going to go ahead and plug our Twitches real quick for everybody. <laughs> HSP Gameplay, Chef Boy RC. Uh, that's
That's us on there. We've been grinding like a motherfucker on Sea of Thieves, like Nathan said. Uh, last night's uh, stream, I thought went pretty well. It was yes. fun. I recorded it as well, so I will be doing an edit for that. Mm. And that will go on the uh, High Slutty Productions gameplay channel on YouTube. Yeah. But I that wish, was last. I wish for the life of me I could remember. Uh, it was magic something. Do you remember? Ninja magic or Nin something? Ma Ninja magic. Uh, check him out. Free plug, why not? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. We, we aligned with them and <laughs> took down uh, another ship, and apparently they were toxic. We we got the privilege of not having to worry about the toxicity. Yes. Like nice. it. It's Nathan has his game, his everything showed up or set up. So whenever I talk, he doesn't know it's me. He thinks it's somebody else. <laughs> so I I typed in GG and he was just like those motherfuckers. And I was like, no, that's me. I'm, I'm like I'm trying to let people know that I'm not a sweaty toxic pirate. You know, uh, we're learning this PvP stuff, and not only were we fighting one ship. We had two skelly ships. Two skelly ships. And a megalodon. megalodon. Actually, a couple. I think it was two different megalodons. Like, it was, there was a lot of shit going on. So, you're going to want to get on uh, High Society Gameplay. High Society, High Society Productions Gameplay. It's yes. a mouthful. I'm yes. sorry. but <laughs> HSP Gameplay on Twitch. But High Society Productions Gameplay on YouTube. He's going to make the video. You can watch the highlights from it. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, if you've listened this far, we truly appreciate it. Yeah. All of you, um, this isn't a, a a plug podcast, but at the end, we <laughs> we do got to get our plugs in because we're doing a lot of things, and we, we need your support on all of them. I mean, we're, we're putting out content and trying to be entertaining, so mm -hmm. it's all free to support us. Just do it, please. Yeah, and uh, I apologize to the listeners. Like I said, we're filming this video, so we're kind of... I'm kind of going back and forth with listeners and doing stuff for the video thing. Yeah. I keep pulling out like an adapter plug every time we <laughs> say plug. You shouldn't have explained it. It would have been funny. <laughs> uh, and for you viewers, uh, right now we're in my office. This is where I edit my skate videos, where I'll be editing the KW Snow videos. Uh, it's got my Red Rum banner. I am in the process of creating another studio where I will be doing my live gameplay. I've and, created a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna just be playing Sea of Thieves on Twitch. I'm most of the time I will be, but I'll be playing Skater XL and Rocket League. So like you, I'm gonna get on there with you. Too. Yeah, it's I fun. Like both those games. It's really fun. So like you can, you know, the Skater XL. It might be boring. It might there might be something that we do to make it a little more interesting for the live stream, uh, but for the most part, it's gonna be Skater XL, Rocket League and Sea of Thieves, and maybe even the new Halo, just because that's... Heard a lot of good things about Halo. Halo is the reason that I got into Xbox, let's put it that way. <laughs> but, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, from from what I'm looking at here, that, that's all I have. We're going to call some power outage with all these plugs, so, yeah. yeah probably yeah. probably call it a night. Yeah, the firefighters are going to be coming in hot with all these plugs. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all that I have. That's all I got. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for viewing. I'm Kyle Webb. I'm his brother Nathan Webb. And you just listened to our podcast. Two brothers and a review. Thank you guys so much and see you Monday at noon. Well, we're not going to see them. They're going to they're gonna hear us. We're oh. not going to see them. We're going to see the, 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 the views and the, the listens. The listens go yeah. up. That would be nice. Especially when they see us Monday at noon for Science of the Lambs. Science of the Lambs is Monday. We forgot mm -hmm. to say that. Yeah, darn. Oh, hey, it's still recording. That's good. Good for you guys. You know. <laughs>